What makes this society tick? Is it our intelligence, our reason, science, or something more simple that we are not alone in this universe? But the reality is, what if we have no choice that it takes a strange kind of craziness to reach Mars? But what if that strange kind of crazy is hindered by a world looking for attention? What if the complement to one's own existence is nothing more than a hindrance, delaying and possibly devolving backwards into the huts of the past and the cold hard ground? It is time for a reformation and a realization that it has always been you and it always will be you. The stars are our playground, the earth is our home, but it could become a graveyard and another dead ball in the universe. Welcome to The Rational Mail, Religion and Positive Masculinity, a five-week special from Beyond This Earth, hosted by Novid Hollerbeck. This is Beyond This Earth. This special presentation of Beyond This Earth will return right after these messages. This special edition of Beyond This Earth now continues. Hello folks, welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollerback, and we are in part three. Hopefully for the next 40 minutes, you will learn something. This is a deeper look into the rational male religion and positive masculinity. Today's title, The Weapon, that is the cover of the great lie. And today, this episode Coming on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, is more important than ever. We are going to look into chapter 11. One part of chapter 11 we are going to read. And then, but first we are going to start with an article. An article written by Michael Tessarian about Arthur Weininger in his book Sets, Sets and Character, written in 1903. This book was The Rational Mail before The Rational Mail. And this is one of the reasons I am using Dragon Mother, written by Michael Tessarian, as one of the bases of understanding in a deeper form what role Tomasi is saying, what is going on in the physical world, the mid-world, if you want to put it in simple terms. But today we are going to tell you some real dark facts about how the mainstream media uses pornography. Some of it comes from experiences that I have seen that have been shown all over the internet. That have been shown all over the world in the in the real life and all the rest of it. 
We're going to showcase the truth. And it's not pretty. Michael Tessarian's introduction into Otto Weingiger's site states as follows near the middle of the missive. This is Michael Tessarian trying to go for an overview of the book, Sets and Character, which pretty much fits the host's views on what is wrong with modern society and modern civilization today. As Weingiger shows in Sets and Character, most male crime is, despite its variegation, often due entirely to evil perpetrated on men by women. Of course, this violence is not of an explicit nature. It tends to be emotional and sexual. It is subtle and less detectable. It is certainly not prosecuted by law. In extreme cases, it can continue at high intensity for decades, leaving one victimized and hostile. The more women discover there is nothing except male aggression abating their sadism towards male victims, the more they are inclined to maneuver themselves into positions where they can gratuitously indulge their sadistic urges, especially those unable and unwilling to defend themselves. In many cases, it is the mother's psychically essential seductive relationship with a growing male child that accounts for the latter's delinquency in society. It is due to the immoral treatment of the mothers who are neurotic from the time they are in the womb onward to the phases of opedious phases, as Freud has stated, and beyond. They compel some men to act out violently towards others. One cannot account the amount of men lining the prisons of the world who, after mentally tracing their steps, led into a starry, starry predicament, suddenly see in a flash what motivated their outbursts, irrationality, and their horrendous crimes. One cannot account for the number of sons and daughters who have been told lies about their paternity by duplicitous mothers. Time after time to hide past profligacy, mothers scandalously chose to conceal their tr true paternity of their child, heedless of the considerable subconscious anxiety and rage churning within the deceived. One cannot fully account for the number of neurotic, neurotic, psychotic, and fully schizophrenic children driven to despair and violence by cold, indifferent, or sadistic mothers. Statistics and official data leave us with no doubt on the causes of such pathology. This sinister predicament holds for historical crime also. The number one reason for crime in all early societies was prostitution. In order to procure pleasure from the papillon, 
Inui, butterflies of the night, men often began perpetrating well-known felonies, such as pickpocketing, pilfering, mugging, extortion, embezzlement, forgery, etc. The reason why adult men need paid sex is very often to do to their mother's suppression of their sexually sexuality while young. A mother's disapproval towards a son's natural interest in the female body or humiliating words about his own body and his own appeal to women outside of the family causes unnatural tendencies and abnormal curiosity not to mention revulsion. A mother's inappropriate seductiveness and exhibitionism deliberately salting in underwear or in the nude not only embarrasses, but arouses perverse urges. As a boy grows, his interest in sexuality can become depraved. Decent ideas about sexuality have been perverted causing revulsion and morbid fascination. To discover why female sexuality has a mysterious power over him, a growing boy is often compelled to seek out women whom, where he can, as it were, experiment with. Unfortunately, such attempts to penetrate the contrived mystique of women can often lead to profound self-criticism, defensiveness, resentment, and hostility. One is likely to be caught in a vicious cycle of attraction versus repulsion, leading into addition, obsession, crime, and complete meltdown. Since sex is a basic requirement, it's not surprising to find sexually repressed, morbidly curious men driven to the hands of licentious women who expertly exploit their hang-ups and basic needs for pleasure and release. Little has changed throughout the generations. Prostitution is now pandemic in the cities of the West. What is more, today's liberated women loudly celebrate the rights of prostitutes and lap dancers. Hardly a word is spoken against this degeneracy by most women. And no female group dare call prostitutions complete cessation. This is because men who indulge their desires with prostitutes and who frequent strip clubs feel guilty in doing so. This condition makes them feel furtive, solid, and more inferior to the decent women around them. This in turn serves sanctimonious women well, providing them with one more scourge against men. We see how the industry of corrupt women aids and abets the cause of feminized women in their campaign to humiliate men for their natural desires and urges. This does not exonerate men from blame, but it does extend the finger of responsibility to the women whose own morality compels illegal and immoral acts of the sort. This does not include mention of the endless personal and domestic brawls, duels, and feuds instigated on behalf of some woman's honor. 
Tragically, most mothers are not bothered with the responsibilities of raising better sons and daughters. Conscientious women are becoming rare by the day. The loss of positive male role models and embodied masculinity cause fallout for both sexes. It will eventually bring ruin to Western civilization. The evidence of this predicament mentioned by Otto Weingenberg Wangener is in plain sight all around us. Now, let's read from chapter 11 on where, parts of chapter 11, on where all this rises from. One of the benefits of concealed estrus is that it allows women few instinctual luxuries. One of these was the needed ability to confuse men of their paternity. Today, this confusion is a little more difficult because we got genetic chance didn't figure out well enough to make accurate assessments of paternity. However, in our evolutionary past, it was adeptly important to cuckold fathers into second-guessing whether the child was his or not before he killed it and impregnated a woman on his own. This is why men evolved mate-guarding behaviors. The other advantage of concealed estrus was, frankly, prostitution. To pretty this up a bit, let's say that women who were sexual with men outside of their fertility window found sex could be leveraged with beta men who they didn't want to have children with to encourage them to help with a lot of the chores that alpha men were less willing but not entirely unwilling to do. Enter transactional sex. The most overt firm of transactional sex is prostitution. But it's impolite to call every woman a whore. In fact, today is insulting to imply that a woman might have sex for any other reason than the validation of sex she enjoys with the alpha male she desires. Women are now contemplating where, whether or not transactional sex is in, in itself rape because it technically meets the latest definition. Any sex women don't or don't or re retroactively didn't want to have. This is gray area sex. New order women wrestle with the idea of transactional sex in an era where the future is female, and women should only have the validational sex they want to enthusiastically have. In a gyrocentric social order, anything less than enthusiasm, like the duty says women have been religiously obligated to have with their husbands, now meet the criteria for marital rape. For most men, 80% who are beta, chivalrous men, according to Mr. Tessarian's book, Dragon Mother, transactional sets is where the rubber meets the road. In fact, Mr. Tomasi argues in the book that for beta men, transactional sets is the only mental framework of sets they have ever understood. Most men will never feel the experience of the unfettered, feral lust of a woman that they have chosen to spend the rest of their lives with. 
There will always be a part of her that she reserves for the alpha males. It is important for men today to acknowledge that likely their wives have shared parts of themselves with and have lost all of their inhibitions with men in their sexual past they may not know anything about. That's a cold bucket of reality for a lot of men who plug on this and have to confront at some point. That is where we start this episode. Why is it that we are refusing to talk about this elephant in the room of prostitution today? And they're going after pornography. I'll tell you why. And I'll make this explanation as clear as possible. I'll make it clear as possible. The mainstream media, from the time that porn started to be in film, was captured on film in the early days of the film industry, has used porn, used it to placate a man's desire or to give a desire that a man never believed that their betrothed would ever give them. As we have just mentioned in chapter 11, as Rollo Tomasi mentioned in chapter 11, that all the sex the beta man knows, 80% of men all over the world are beta, has been transactional which means that is it's very dark to say these days. But we're giving you the game today. The game don't stop here, folks. It don't. The mainstream media uses porn, ladies and gentlemen, and has always used this form of porn to both placate men same way that women were placated by Cosmo to give men release and not in the end the mainstream media used it irregardless of what porn promoted towards adults they use it as a scare tactic in order to scare men into accepting their lot in life with women that did not desire them in the first place. That was the first tactic. It scared them and the mainstream media use it as a scared tactic in order to scare people from the reality of what true masculine sexuality truly is. It was to shame men into submission to 
the same traditional conservatives telling them to man up and marry these single mothers whose husbands were still alive, still kicking. Yes, in certain cases, it was used as a political tool both for and against women's liberation. Both for and against it. Women's liberation, they said they saw themselves as sexual creatures the whole nine yards and they were against it. We we're going to talk a little bit more about it in the specials, in the bonuses, and in the Teachable Moments episode 30, which is where we're going to focus a lot of the issues concerning with a certain quote made by Black Chauvinists on Twitter. It was used later on to promote fat positivity or body positivity and transgenderism in the sense that the feminists came out and absolutely stated as trans exclusionary feminists, mind you, came out and said that for Pornography was being used as a way to continue male oppression. Ah, but you understand something about this? You brought the oppression upon yourselves. We'll get to that soon. Basically, everyone stated the same thing. It can be with video games. It can be with regular television. It can be with all other things of that nature. Porn was used for sedation. Porn was never the problem. I'm going to explain a different concept of pornography. Yes, it is a form of sedation, but given the fact that 80% of men are beta males, given the fact that we live in a gynocentric order and we have for 60 some years, given the fact that men are not respected in the mainstream media anymore, and the times that they were respected, they were later being used as simpletons, monsters, if you want to call, mention a phrase, Neanderthals when it came to the Macho Men in the 1970s. And the whole lot. It is a form of sedation to allow desires to be sublimated, sublimated. It can be, and at times was, a form of odyssey, artistry. It is one of the rare times that the human body can be seen in one of its moments that is 
in an unconscious thought and action. Another thing porn does, what people are afraid to state, is that it calms the ego down. Not eliminate the ego, calms the ego down. Due to the way the ego handles its assault on all forms, especially the mainstream media and the way it diminishes and denotes and makes fun of masculine sexuality and obvious and the obvious curiosity men have about the world at large. If the way that the actresses and actresses are done, it is seen as hard work. However, this does not mean promoting or saying or acceptance of this particular work. That it never Cause the issues in marriages or sexism. And both of these can be attributed to other factors. A lot of it mentioned in both of the books of positive masculinity and religion by Rollo Tomasi and in other places. We just mentioned one of them now. That the sex and the action in a lot of pornography are clean. I don't mean cleanliness in the state of Appleized cleanliness, like the phones are clean, they are white as snow, that sort of thing. I mean clean as there's very little dirt. The bed sheets are nice. The places they are are high class. Very rarely there's city hotels. The sets are, back in the day, the sets were different. In other times they weren't. It, felt inviting and that was on purpose. And it gave a notion to the audience that there is a cleanliness to the places sex had to take place. That if a society becomes quote unquote conservative to men of age, 18 to 35, then pornography becomes a way to break the ice. Debbie and Dallas and others of that work became extremely popular in contrast to what was going on in the traditional conservative ways with Jimmy Stewart, Swaggart, Tim and Tammy Bailey Baker, and others of that nature, and Jimmy Falwell, James Falwell. 
Porn has always been for adults and will always forever be with adults. The mainstream media has used it, its fetishes, and its symbols of its fetishes. The because one, their media structures are dying and they have to prop up themselves. And the way they prop up themselves, they use the fetish as a way, as a prop to give individuality to others. Two, sexual liberation was used as a political toy and the use of porn's fetishes are now used as political calling calls, calling cards is a cynical attempt to continue with mainstream product lines. Porn is a form of pagan-like past and only exists as a way to mitigate the damage of chivalry, modified chivalry, ads and mores, as well as a way to overcome Prostitution. Prostitution is the major problem here, as I just mentioned earlier. And without a reconciliation with this fact, pornography must continue to exist. Otherwise, you have South Korea and its horrendous issues with the way men in particular are treated. That's the reality of the situation. Porn has not been the enemy. It has saved more marriages than it had cared to admit. I'm giving y'all the game today, folks. You're not liking it. It is the shield to protect male masculinity male not a male sexuality it has been that shield people might hate me for saying it but it has been that shield the unfortunate truth is is that the mainstream entities of the world whether if it's entertainment whether if it's social where if it's all these other things have basically systematically destroyed the very things that made sure society continues to move forward. Why wouldn't a man go to porn when his desires are not met by women who are ultimately duplicitous or who ultimately never liked that man in the first place. Mr. Cesarian continues one of the statements here when it comes to alcoholism. It flies in the face of thousands of women throughout America, members of temperance leagues, 
who in the early 20th century repeatedly petitioned for the government for sin taxes and finally prohibition via the 18th Amendment and the Constitution and Volstead Act. The relentlessly loud, sanctimonious, virtual singing and disregard for the consequences of their irrational actions allowed the mafia to rise in power in almost every city in America and for thousands of innocent people to lose their livelihoods and lives from the sale of poisonous liquor, bootlegging, crime waves, and job losses that followed the national-wide ban of legal sale of alcohol. The responsibility for every casualty in the 13-year period and all the poverty and suffering that swept throughout the nation in those years are traceable to irrational women, none of whom who accept the responsibility for their actions or suffer prosecution for, and punishment. Most of these wealthy Fabian socialist reformers died peacefully in their luxury homes and apartments. Empirical evidence of this kind shows that denial, rationalization, and indifference will not benefit the world. It is infantile and painfully erroneous. It is their time for sensible, mature women to acquire into their sexuality, character, and psychology as Alter Weinger did. I'm just giving y'all the game, pal. This is what they do. This is what is going on. This is your society. Your society decided to allow prostitution to run rampant all over this world. The society did this. It's not my fault. It's not that it came before me. Going after porn is not the issue. It has always been prostitution. Even hungry, which many people said that is based, still allows prostitution. They didn't solve the problem of the women. And women that get into this particular thing, even despite the fact of the horror stories that we hear, all over Germany and the like. They said, as soon as they enter into the prostitution world, that they enjoy being prostitutes. The mistake the traditional conservatives are making, according to all of this, is that the majority of women are just going to be moral. That's not the case. It was never the case. In an interview with Sterling Cooper, Olo Tomasi was talking about pornography and what is going on and how things are done and all the rest of it. And it's a fascinating interview and you need to go listen to it deeply. One aspect of it that he says is that porn has been used as a way to learn how one has sex with others. One of the aspects of pornography. Because they have no clue 
on how to do it any other way. Is it innate in us or it isn't? I just mentioned concealed estrus. I just mentioned that they use it for prostitution. And one of the reasons they use it for prostitution is they use beta males in order to do work jobs that alpha males would not necessarily do, which means they now, we can now admit that men do get tired. The men do not want to do every single thing. They want to do new shit. So now we figured out that one of the reasons why prostitution exists is to placate another man's laziness. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? So now you have, so now all the jobs you have put out in this particular thing, the chore play, the whole nine yards and all the rest of it is for the woman, is for the woman. He won't, she won't give you pum pum unless you do that work clean the dishes and all the rest of it. Whereas it's just a natural thing to make things clean, to make things less dirty, to clean this up. up. There don't need any need to be any reward for it. One of the things people have to turn around about money and chores is that this thing started with how the, they give you a reward to do chores. No, being clean, it's its own reward. They have to turn that particular thing around. That's how this thing starts. That's how issues with reality start. And how the nature of things start to placate the mother's tiredness, to placate a father's unwillingness, the child has to do chores and then they expect a reward. Sometimes the reward never comes. But for a man to do chores around the house so she can get pum pum, she's a prostitute and of. Our societies in this world went after porn for no fucking reason. I want to get went after porn for no fucking reason. It to order to protect themselves from going after prostitution because you know why? If they went after prostitution, they know that their societies and the way they ran their societies will end in a day and a night if they ended prostitution. If they ended prostitution, things would start changing real fucking quick. The racism, the, the sexism perceived or non-perceived, the whole nine yards that they, it would have ended when the ending of prostitution begins. Because it will then force 
the reality of the situation to come in hand. The reality of sex is much darker than you really need to really need to get. Most women, if not all women, will activate their sexuality for a man that fits their perceived criteria. We need to talk about the concept of the peacock paradox, as it were. There are studies that have come out recently that states that a female peacock tries to, let's say, imagine the better form for a male for them to mate. There is a certain way a male presents itself during the time when he's trying to have kids with a certain mate. The male peacock has to raise the feather level his level of fetters into such a point where he can get a mate. Some women will like the fetters, others will like the colors. But it reaches to a certain point where you can't have that many colors. And the number of fetters will cause the bird to fall back which also hurts the population of the peacock, you see. There was a thing on Twitter, which I have to talk about this in a very important sense, that states that there was a woman who had a friend who is male, who she is attracted to, but not attracted to. She then had sex with this friend. And then there was a comic book that pretty much stated, oh, I liked you. Oh, this is the way things are. I'm sexually attracted to your sexual member, but I have really no feelings for you outside of friendship. And then everybody called her now, you're just being a psychopath. No, this is not psychopathy. I'm just agender, which means I have no feeling for sex outside of me trying to feel the organ. I hate to tell you this, folks. The majority of women in our society and the majority of women who are millennials, later gen, Z, early gen Zers, possibly late, mid to later gen Zers, and maybe some in the next two generations are going to have certain forms of this agender stereotype coming for them. They're going to have certain forms of this. You are in serious trouble. They will not activate themselves until they find a man real or imagined or a man that reaches that point of that doesn't necessarily exist. 
Even their biology betrays them on what type of man they want. Always and everywhere, always and all the time. It will betray them. Do you understand what I'm trying to get at? It will reach a point where that they will try to find a man that reaches all the things they want to reach. They'll never truly find him, but they'll find it in two men. They'll find one man that they will always desire, but will have other men orbit around them in a polyandrous relationship. And they will have children with the alpha male and force all the beta males to raise that kid up as fathers and the church will just accept it. But they are mostly, for the most part, a gender. Basically, they only feel any arousal for the man's dick. They don't feel any feelings towards the person outside of friendship, outside of his male sexual organs. Basically making her what she says she wasn't, a prostitute or a slut. She just came there for the sexual game. These women are extremely dangerous if this is the case. And the majority of millennial generational today is on that level in certain forms and in certain ways. So when people complain about porn and all the rest of these things and OnlyFans, remember that they raised a generation of women and they will continue to raise a generation of women in the basis of hating men and hating society and society making men into a version of what women are right now and their feelings and their emotions are the only thing that counts and not anything else and that's where we are this also gets to the problem of masturbation this gets to the problem of masturbation folks everybody gets it wrong I even want to put out that Greer, Tessarian, and Tomasi in a way gets it wrong. Yeah, we shouldn't be masturbating. We should we should not we shouldn't be. We should have unlimited access to unlimited sexuality as men. Yes. Yes, it is true. Are these women worth it? In our generation and generations to come, maybe not so. Let me take it to a different way and a different level that people may start to see it in a different way, even though the whole cortisol thing and whatnot, and it's somewhat related to what we're going to talk about in Teachable Moments 30. I'm indifferent to the whole concept of it. I'm indifferent. Doesn't mean I hate it or like it or what have you. I'm indifferent to it. I do want to tell you this though. There's some men who just can't get it up. They're, they, and even with that, 
In masturbation, they cannot get it up. I'm sorry. They just can't. There are just some men who can't stop. Who literally have enough testosterone in their body that they can't stop. They are literally fertile. They could impregnate 30 women in one day. There are just some men who just cannot get it up, no matter how much they try. Some of it, a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is put in their brains as mental. The reason our society is fucked up as it is, and we got so many big male orbiters, and we have this consuming meme, all the rest of there, is because... They may say this, and they are correct in some of it, and the research is there that testosterone levels have gone down, but it's only gone down to a certain level. And the energy that is still there has not been used. So what I'm trying to say is this. Yes, the male energy has gone down with testosterone and all the rest of it but it's gone down because of misuse abuse mental blockage lack of exercise foods and all the rest of it even with all that it is still 10 times larger than women even if it was down, it is still 10 times larger than world. 18 times healthy in a healthy male, maybe close to at least 25 times in a healthy male, 18 times somewhat healthy, 10 times unhealthy, still larger than what women produce in their own bodies. Still way larger. still way larger what you also don't realize is that it's also used as a spacing tool and a testing tool to see if he can still do it i do not see it any other way because there will be lengths of time where he may not have it and in that lengths of time man the patient comes into four and all the rest of these things there were some women out there, and one of my former friends used to say about, oh, it's used as a master, oh, my body's a masturbation tool for a man. No, it isn't. Masturbation tool is a masturbation tool. You were never the tool. One masturbates less if he has a partner not as a masturbation tool, but as someone that actually desires him. That's the difference. And women don't understand it and don't make all the day. The way women masturbate, however, is completely different. They're trying to get themselves ready for a man to fuck them. That's what they do it for. And it's only done in a certain area between 7 and 14 days of her phase. So she only needs the alpha man to go out there, and that's why they go to the clubs, they make themselves look good, we're ready for the game. And it's usually during those times when all these women are born at around the same time period, 
between three or six months of each other that they have the same type of air area of estrus where they're ready to find a mate and be with that particular person to be with that particular person here for a night or the rest of their life for your children via single motherhood or all have you so masturbation needs to be seen as a sexing tool a testing tool to see if he is still fertile or what was one of the first testing tools to see as they were fertile and as a way to unfortunately release some of the energies out they have built up over years but there are other ways to handle that energy in different ways to keep certain things busy to keep certain things on the go Tomasi, Tessarian, and Greer are correct in certain ways about how masturbation may be unhealthy in certain ways, in the over-release of cortisol, and not entering the game and all the rest of it. But also in that particular sense, we have to understand that it's also a failure of women in particular. That's another thing that women have failed on. They do not desire, the, they desire only a certain amount of men but they would be more happy if they were with a person that was not necessarily as good as the alpha male, but has characteristics enough, not necessarily did, but to have some sort of form of respect for that man and a form of desire that is not necessarily satisfactory, but importantly, a form of desire that will not lead her into even thinking about going back to the days that she was doing those things back in her youth. Women have not even reached to that particular level. And it is a shame and you should be scared shitless about it. This leads to an important thing here. The reason why we have an issue with porn is that 80% of men, women will always want 20% of men, okay? That men can last. This is another problem that they that, 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 that a lot of people don't understand. Men can last. If given the right circumstances and nutrition, more than 12 hours and longer if he gets a chance, if there's no law, if there is no issues with his testosterone levels, he can last 12 hours or longer. I've there are places all over the net with amateurs that mention this particular day. They can go three hours long. They can go six hours long. Some of them go three days long with breaks and they just continue and they cannot believe they could do that. There are some points in certain <clears throat> circles, homosexual circles, homosexual circles that state that the ejaculate of the male is so large 
it covers half the bed or half their bodies, or it continues for almost 30 seconds long, or possibly nearly a minute plus. Some say it has reached two minutes. There are some videos out there that's that one that goes for nearly two and a half minutes long. Two and a half minutes long with no edging, if you want to put it in that particular terms. Some of them can go three times straight within a 25-minute period just by masturbation. I just want you to know how powerful you are truly are or how men truly are and how everything in your society has been colluding and conspiring against you from what you can truly become if you finally get healthy and get right. I'm just trying to tell you this. And all they did with pornography was to scare you shitless on what you can actually do. And what responsibilities, now that you know what responsibility, what you can do, what you shouldn't do, and what you should do with this new information. But let me continue this because this is also dark. Because 80% of women will always go with the 20% of men. Not even that. 5% of men. It entails that in our society today, the majority of women, whether they discuss the problems of issues with pornography or not, the majority of women, even if they're married or not, even if they complain about men in video games or not, even if they complain about all the sexuality they see or not, you have to understand three things. One, and I'm going to mention this in, in Teachable Moments 31, 30 and 31. One, anything that they see as feminine, real or imagined to women who do not reach the standards of what we want women to look. Will damn that woman or that fake woman as a form of sexual ingress, as a form of sexual sexism towards them, because not because they want to protect children, that is the last thing on their mind. It is because of innate envy that somebody can create what the primal nature of what men want, and it isn't them. Both porn stars and those who are feminists and those that are feminist adjacent all do this. Number two, given this fact of this, and the rise of prostitution, and the rise of OnlyFans. The 
prostitution era and those that are in the prostitution world and those that are feminist adjacent are going after 20 to 20% of men. They are members of the elite that run this planet. They are willing members of the elite that run this planet. They have taken their politics, they are taking their social, the way they see life socially. They have taken all aspects of the way people should treat themselves the way the elites have said it. They have taken everything they do, bad or good, wholesale, because that is where they believe the elite of men are with the elite. They have accepted the elite's way of life lock stock and barrel so when these women these women who are feminists these women who are who are with only fans these women who are titty streamers at twitch these women they say the things they say do the things they do remember that they have already chosen the way of the elite they have already chosen them because they have given access their only form of validational sets for our millennial generation of women, no matter what color, culture, or creed, is when an elite or someone that has been co-signed by the elite, say these rappers, Say these basketball players and all the rest of it that have been co-signed dirtily come to them and fuck them and they say nothing of the nature. I have a child with this particular person. I have a child with Michael B. Jordan. I have a child with Drake. I have a child with this, that, and the other thing. But because they're the elite and they have the power and they have this, all, all this other thing, they can get away with anything, including doing dark shit. But you, prol, you plebeian, you talk to me, you spread your legs in front of me, you draw a picture of me on your tablet, that's creepy. But as long as Soros and his people give their dicks to the women of this planet who do not like us, the millennials, the young, the older millennials, the majority of the millennials and others in the later generations that don't like men no more, but only like those type of men and those adjacent to them that the elite have co-signed. Then that's the game. But when they get old after they have their fun, they decide to come to us. Folks, I'm here to tell you, the majority of your generation's women are gone. They're gone. The millennial, Gen Zer, all the rest of them, they all went to OnlyFans. They chose OnlyFans over you. Why in the fuck are you giving any more money to women who will never see you as human beings? Why will they, they will never even see you as men. 
Why would you give them any sort of platform to talk shit to you? Why? We're going to write something about it when all of this has ended and we're going and it is the manifesto to finally free mankind from destruction. They're gone, folks. They don't love you. All the trans conservatives have just given you spoiled seconds of what an elite or an elite adjacent alpha male has given to you. This is not that these are facts. Now, whether you want to do the thing for Myron Grains and go into Instagram and all the rest of it to get the girl that you want for a day or a night or what have you, that's fine. And I understand him and he's doing a good job with it. That's cool. But I'm just letting y'all know, they have gone with the elite, bruh. They're not with you. They'll never be with you. They date someone, they co-sign with another co-sign from another co-sign. They are connected to these NGOs. Stop playing yourselves. The traditional conservatives have no concept of what the fuck has happened. They keep blaming porn. But they should be blaming their wives. They should be blaming their sisters. They should be blaming... Mrs. Owens, they should be blaming so many others. For the hubris, solicism, and all the rest of it that has brought what people consider quote-unquote American conservatism to its knees, licking on the foot of Mrs. Cortez and her fake-ass boyfriend. Her fake-ass boyfriend is connected to the elite. Why the fuck you care about this woman? Nobody should be worrying about what this woman does or says. She says she wasn't there. I said, okay, whatever. Why make five million screens? This is the millennial female. She gonna be doing this. I'm sick connected to the people, connected to the elite. That's why she, Cardi B with him. She ain't with him because of anything else. She with him because he says, oh, do this woman and all the rest of this shit. You can't be treating women like that. But she don't know the game. He was raised by a single mother. He don't know the game, bruh. Do you want to lose your soul or do you want to gain your civility and your society back? You can't do it with these women. You are going to have to accept the fact that they don't exist anymore. You don't, you're going to have to accept that shit. They don't exist in any form and place. And the fact that you want to become simps around them and only fans only gives them the emphasis to continue the shit that they're doing because they don't know no better. They were raised since they were time they were five years old. 
that you're the queen of the fucking universe. That at 16, you initiate a man into masculinity and to manhood. That at 24, you can do whatever the fuck you wish and don't worry about the consequences. That at 30, you still at 24 and now you need to settle down and raise, and now you can settle down and raise the two children you had from the guys that you had at 25 and 26. But you won't be back with that particular man. You'll find somebody from school that you dissed back in when you were 16 years old. Then at 37, that these women decided maybe this guy is not what I think it is. I'm going to try and find out where the actual father of these two children are and see if I can try to convince them to come back. Then after that, you convince the dead, then you start saying, I need to get this money off him and bring these children. His father ain't shit. You know, it was just a thing to get his money and whatnot. And the divorce court comes around and all this shit comes around and you become homeless on the streets. You become homeless on the streets, bruh. Giving you the game, bruh. I'm giving you the game. OnlyFans is the beginning of the end of the mainstream media. I'm not so sure about porn yet, but of the mainstream media. It is the great flip. We're going to tell more about it in part four. I just want you to listen to this as we end part three. I just want you to listen to this. OnlyFans is giving the emotional security men desire for women. As long as they continue to pay out the wazoo for access to their bodies. It is also not a form of prostitution when these women on OnlyFans, when they said that we will only meet if you give a $30 lifetime subscription and we can meet up and you can be a part of the video. And then we'll do all the tests and we'll do the video and then you make more money. But you have entered into a contract of prostitution, young man. You've entered into a contract of prostitution. All this is, is the beginning of what I said is the end of men and women working together as a complement to each other's lives. It is the beginning of the elite's move into making femininity 
exist only through an ATM machine. That's what it is. It is the beginning of making America into a prostitution paradise. A prostitution paradise. Who are the only people on this planet that can afford all the escorts in the world? Who are the only ones? The elites of the world. The elite adjacent of the world. And the majority of them may not be 20% of male. May not be the 20% of men. May not be the 20% of men out there. They may be adjacent. They may be friends that might come from low lower statures in life. But you got to understand it, folks. We're going to talk about it in part in in dirt in teachable moments dirty. The prostitute can go anywhere around the world and get whatever she wants because no one dares to end the practice because it keeps these men working and keeping this darkened society afloat to the point where he knows nothing but to get inside a hole because all other forms of sexual release is inadequate not only told by many of us many of these people here but his friends his family his church everywhere else and then he will have to go and find a fetish in order to get his release that he cannot get from anywhere else. I just want you to think about that deeply. Then most women, especially in our generation, especially in the upcoming generations to come, will never respect a man. Will never respect a man. But she, he will be forced to respect a woman because she is what she is. I want you to understand how dark that truly is. I want you to understand that this is the end. <clears throat> this could possibly be the end of human civilization because women refuse to look at themselves. Could it be possible that they there that they can't? If that's the case, we're in bigger trouble than we realize. Way bigger trouble. Porn was never your problem. I just explained it why. The real problem has always been prostitution. And we know where it comes from. And we know why it's used. And we've just seen the examples of why it has been used. Anybody that says otherwise is still a part of the gig. Because all they have done is create a lifestyle brand for all of you to sit in and stew instead of taking action that needs to be taken. You need to take back your life. Men, you need to take back your lives. You have been lied to, and all the conspiracies come back to this. 
you cannot express your sexuality the way that it needs to be expressed correctly, period, end of discussion, because of prostitution, end of discussion, because of the way your mom acted around you, and especially for the black man. You need to take back your life every single day of you, the rest of your lives. If you don't do that, when they do it to you, you will die in the worst type of deaths. Some of you men will never change and know that you will not change. I don't know what else I can tell you. Porn's not the problem. Never was the problem. It may be the only solution to every single problem we have right now if we are able to use it in a different direction. I'm not going to tell you one, but you better have to think deeply on how it can be used in a different direction. You better figure it out real quickly or you're going to lose everything. Thank you for listening to this very long episode of Beyond This Earth Part 3 The Rational Male Religion and Positive Masculinity I'm Novid Hollaback Teachable Moments Dirty and Teachable Moments Dirty 1 is next up and then we are going to discuss in the bonuses other particular issues I couldn't get through in this very long missive, of course, because we had to keep it to the focus of what we have here, especially dealing with the elite and the way things are handled. Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you guys next week for part four on Beyond This Earth. Take care, and we'll see you guys then. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.